0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Disruptive Nutrition's Trifecta Transformation. If you are really ready to see different results, you have to do something different. Our invite-only exclusive program is unlike anything you've ever experienced before. Think of it as nutrition and life coaching thrown together with unwavering targeted support, personalized programming, and a way to finally organize, well, your entire life. Because if we can't do something forever, we shouldn't be doing it now. So we have to teach you how to show up differently for yourself in ways you likely haven't ever done before. We don't tell you what to eat. We teach you how to fuel your body in the way that it needs. We don't tell you what to do. We show you, coach you, and support you to make sure it works for your life, your schedule, for your goals. But teaching you how to eat isn't enough because we know it's our thoughts and our beliefs that dictate our actions. If you don't take this journey of self-awareness with us, you won't recognize your triggers and your mindsets that might be holding you back. The relationship you have with your body, with food, and with your value all stem from your beliefs and what you tell yourself. If we don't support you in that part of your journey, knowing how to eat will never be enough to make lasting change. And let's face it, life is crazy and we can't always control our circumstances, Busy women tend to put themselves last when the chaos ensues and we end up back where we started, frustrated, defeated, and tired. While you may be feeling motivated at one point, experience reminds us that motivation doesn't last, and eventually we just give up when things get too hard. That's why with our trifecta transformation, we will teach you how to keep going even when the motivation wanes, and we do that really well. We have a saying around here, you can't always control your circumstances, but you can't control your response. And We show you how to do just that. Our success rate is high and that's because what we teach is right. It's simple and it's transformational. But it's also because we only invite those who we believe are truly committed and ready to make the change. So if you are interested, go to our website at disruptivenutrition.com and book a free call with a coach today to see if this approach is a good fit for you. Well, hey there, Carrie here, and welcome to another episode of the Diet Disruptors podcast. And and we love doing this because we we stream our podcast every episode live in our Disruptive Nutrition Facebook page in our Diet Disruptors Facebook group and in our YouTube channel. So wherever you are watching us, hopefully if you are live, then say hello to me. And if you're not, then say hi to me anyway. uh, We make sure that the episode goes into our Diet Disruptors podcast every Tuesday morning. And so just make a note of that because every single week we work really hard to make sure that you are getting some value. You are getting some tidbits of what you need to be doing for your body, for your mindset, and then how to do it forever. At Disruptive Nutrition, we are all about disrupting the notion that in order to get healthy, we have to diet. And the idea that if you just learn how to eat, everything else will be figured out. Because we know that so many of us, let's just say exercise, for example, right? You say, I know what to do. I just don't do it. I know I should be exercising more, but I don't. Well, why is that? It's not like you can just be like, I just got to do better. And then just think that's going to happen. Or, you know, like in January and new year's resolutions, I'm just going to do it. And then by this time of the year, you're like, I just haven't done it. Right. Why is that? Well, as a former special education teacher and behavior specialist, I have been like digging into that because when I first started out teaching people about nutrition, I was teaching people how to eat. I was giving them a meal plan. I was showing them how to balance your blood sugar, how to eat in a way that truly is sustainable forever, where you don't have to count or track or, or any of that or feel deprived But yet people weren't sticking with it, even though when they learned it, they were like, oh my gosh, this is absolutely amazing. And so it goes down to the, if I know what to do, I just don't do it kind of thing. Now I will say around nutrition, I can absolutely give you a whole nother way of of looking at food and nutrition that will tweak what you think you know. But just using the example of exercise, I know what to do, I just don't do it. I don't exercise enough. If that's you and you aren't really sure why, it usually comes down to one of two things. One, you just aren't motivated. You don't feel like it. You don't like it. Great. Okay, that d- delves into our mindsets and uh, why we want to do it and what our what our reasoning is. And it also can dive into our time and feeling like we are in chaos and we just don't have enough time to get everything done the way we want to. Now, I will say we can use time as an excuse. And then if we had the time, would we still do it? Well, these are great things to analyze. So if time is something that you were just like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough of, I keep thinking next week it's gonna be better and next week is gonna be better. And I just feel like I've been doing that for years. I want you to put in the comments, time. Just put it in there. And, i know i remember once somebody said to me carrie how do you have 30 hours in a day and i'm like 30 hours in a day i don't i have the same amount of time as anyone else and i and i really had to think about what she was saying because what she meant was how are you getting so much stuff done in a day i run two businesses I uh, do lots of travel and coaching, have three teenagers, uh, two of my own, and one that is living with us uh, for a year, and life is really busy. We're building a house, all of that stuff, but yet I'm working out every single day. I'm eating in the way that I know will balance my blood sugar and allow me to get to my optimal health. I'm volunteering at the school for my daughter's school play. And so there are, t- I mean, don't get me wrong, I can feel crazed. But I am getting all things done. And and sometimes my husband jokes and he says, you fit like 10 pounds of you-know-what in a five-pound bag. And so today I want to dig into time. I want to dig into the idea of uh, how we manage time, how we control time instead of time controlling us, and how I have 30 hours in a day. I'm going to actually share with you exactly what I do and what we teach our clients, Okay, so if you are ready for that, I want you to put in the comments time machine because I am going to take you kind of like in a little time machine where you're going to learn how to be like the pilot of your plane when it comes to time. And so I'm really excited about this because uh, it's something I've been studying since I was a teacher. The kids that I would work with so often as a behavior specialist often have be- behavioral concerns. We we often said that they were the kids who needed our love the most. And uh, ADHD, my daughter has ADHD. And so organizing things for efficiency was always super important. But I've always been really busy. I have that personality where I do a lot of things and, and I want to get a lot done. So I've had to come up with systems that will allow me to do that. So if you're ready, time machine in the comments. and. Let's kind of dig in and get started. Now, I find it interesting that the idea of 30 hours in a day is just not possible, right? I sleep seven to eight hours a day, and I have as much time as anyone else. And I want you to think about that. Time is like the great equalizer, because in all reality, we all have the same exact amount of time. We all have 168 hours in a week. Put that down as you're watching this. 168 168 hours in a week. And this is something that I teach our clients after they've been working with us for about a month. And you might be wondering, okay, why do why do I teach time management skills? Why do I teach mindsets around time, mindsets around efficiency, um being intentional and and taking control of your of of your time. Well, just like we started talking, like That's one of the big barriers that we tell ourselves when it comes to taking care of our health. I I just don't have enough time. Right now is not the right time, right? Like we use time as an excuse. Now, I'm not saying that you have all this time and you're lying or using an excuse. I truly believe, we believe, that we just don't have enough time. But we haven't really been taught how to truly look at time in a way that can truly serve us. The concept of time flies is true, but we keep operating like we are in the passenger seat in the airplane that's flying with time, time flies. And if we're the passenger in there and not the pilot, then it is just gonna go right by and we are gonna be completely unaware of where it's going and how to use it effectively. It's almost like when you hear about money burning a hole in your pocket, it's like I, money just burns a hole in my pocket. I don't know where it all goes. Well, if we're not intentional about our money, if we don't have a budget, if we don't, you know, really outline how, this is how much I have to spend and basically spend less than we make, then money's just going to go. We have to be aware of these things. So if time flies, how do we make you the pilot? And I'm really excited about this because at the end of this, I'm going to show you a way that you can dig into this in a deeper way. Uh, And it's something I've never done before, and I'm super excited about it. So bear with me because I'm going to give you some stuff here, and then I'm going to tell you about this really cool thing that we're doing that my team and I are like, let's try this and see how it goes. When we talk to women, we talk to women, hundreds of women, probably about... 200 women a month, uh, and their number one reason why they feel like they can't take a hold of their health is because they just feel like they don't have the time. They're putting everybody else in front of them. They're working. They're chaotic. They've got all sorts of stuff going on, and they can't figure out how to fit what's like 10 pounds of stuff into the five-pound bag, right? And so if we don't deal with this, if we don't talk about this, then this will always be an issue and let's be honest who teaches us this right like there's all sorts of fancy planners out there and i get it like we all want to control time but we've never really been taught how to do it so we're going to dig into that today i'm going to tell you about a way that you can even dig in more which is super exciting and i'm I'm thrilled about but this has to be what i teach our clients now, when we bring in clients to work with them exclusively, we only bring in about 15 to 20 people a month. That's all we have capacity for. And I like that. I do like that we have a very small boutique kind of a a group. Um, we talk to as many women as we do. We can't work with all of them. But I do want to use this podcast to be able to share techniques and every, you know, once in a while, I throw out a chance to be able to work with us even if you're not a client in a very cool way. So stay tuned for that because I want to I want to dig in. But let's like really dig into this time piece because you have 168 hours in a week. We all do. It is the great equalizer. It doesn't matter how much money you have. It doesn't matter the kind of house you live in. It doesn't matter where you live in the world. Every single person, has exactly 168 hours in a week, right? So I am I got my phone here and I'm gonna put in 168 and then I'm going to subtract seven hours of sleeping a night. Let's say I want seven hours of sleeping, that's 49 hours out of my 168. I still have 119 hours in my week left. Okay, so now let's take into account work. So if you work 40 hours a week, I'm going to subtract 40 hours. That's 79 hours I still have in a week. I've slept and I've worked. Put in the comments 79. 79 hours. All right, what else do we have to do? Well, maybe we have activities we got to drive our kids to. I don't know. You got to figure out what you have. I don't know what you have. Maybe you have to grocery shop. Maybe you have to take care of a parent. You know, those kinds of things. Uh, grocery shopping for me, cause I go online is super fast, but let's say it takes two hours a week to grocery shop. So minus two, let's say you're driving kids around a couple of hours a, a day. I don't know. Let's give you eight hours 10, hours, 10 hours, 10 hours, 10 hours a week of driving your kids around. You still have 67 hours. We've grocery shopped. We've driven our kids around all of that. Let's say you're going to exercise five days a week for an hour. You don't even need to do that much. You can do a half an hour. I mean, whatever it is, it's you, you just it's 1% progress every day. Let's just say you're giving yourself five hours a week of exercise. You still have 62 hours. So do you see what I'm saying here? Like we have the time. We're just not using it well. And so many times we do things like, work in this space of urgency. So hear me when I talk about this. Um, Stephen Covey has a book called The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. It's We do book studies on a regular basis around mind, body, or sustainability with our members. When our clients work with us, they work with us for a lifetime, like, We bring them into our family and then that is it. We want want them there forever. So we continue to cultivate this relationship that they have with themselves around understanding more about their body, what their body needs, what their minds need, how their thoughts and their beliefs dictate their actions, and then how we do something forever around sustainability. So Seven Habits is one of the books that we read. And they talk a lot, he talks a lot about the idea of what we do every day, it's either important or not important. And it's either urgent or not urgent. And so when you think about that in like a quadrant, you can have important and urgent, important and not urgent, not important and urgent, and not important and not urgent. Where do you want to be living, okay? Where do you want to spend the majority of your time So if you are always living in this quadrant of important and urgent, it's so important and it's so urgent, think about the stress that that brings in. There's never gonna be enough time if you're always working in important and urgent. It's like you're always behind the eight ball because everything's important and it all had to be done yesterday. That's stressful. That level of stress over and over and over again becomes your norm and you almost don't know how to function without it. But that stress becomes a chronic stress. Acute stress is really important because it keeps us out of trouble. It tells us when there's danger. But a chronic stress means it's happening over and over again. And if that's happening, your cortisol level is continuously spiking. And it is one of the ways that a cortisol spiking means our blood sugar is out of balance. It's so incredible how stress impacts that. So if you're working in important and urgent, this is what's happening to you. If you are working, let's say, in important, let's go with non-important and urgent. So if you are doing things that are really not that important, but you're always running around and doing them, like, for example, let's pretend you have kids that are, I don't know, over six years old. They can be doing things around the house. I mean, even younger than that, let's be honest. But let's just talk about laundry, for example. Laundry is important, in fact, that it has to get done, but it's not going to move the needle and the purpose of your life. Like I want us to be all doing things that are purpose-driven and laundry is just like a task. And if that is like, it's not really that important. Like you can live without doing the, the laundry, but if it turns into this not important, but urgent thing, and you always have laundry piled up and it always feels chaotic how can we work to get that into a better place? And I'm telling you, if you have kids, they should—they can be doing their own laundry, and you can be setting up systems to take back that time. Because if you're operating in not important but urgent, you're running around, you're you're chasing your tail, and you don't feel very accomplished when you get things done because it really wasn't that important, right? If you feel like your house has to be perfectly clean all the time, how much time are you wasting on these not important? but urgent things and just feeling like you're always behind the eight ball. So then let's talk about not important and not urgent. If you feel like you're living in that place, you probably feel like you have time, right? So that may not be you. If that is you living in there, you may not feel like time is like, just like you, you can't control it, but you might not be feeling very purpose driven. If you're doing a lot of not important, not urgent things, then there's probably this lack of purpose in there. And I want you to really just think about how can I be doing things that really allow me to feel more purpose-driven? And if you are living in the not important, not urgent quadrant of your life and you're not taking hold of your health or exercising or 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 you know doing the things that will serve your body and your mind, well, then there's really no excuses, right? It's a mindset issue. And that's one of the things that we love to explore here. So think about that. Now, the last quadrant is not important and urgent. This is the realm I want to be living. No. Oh my gosh, I'm saying it wrong. Important and not urgent. (laughs) Okay. Important and not urgent. That's the place I want to be living in the most. That's where I work to spend the most of my time. I'm doing important things, but it's not at the urgent stage yet. So I'm working proactively to get things done because they're important, but if they're not urgent, I'm not in this high level of stress. I'm actually in this level of productivity, empowerment, and feeling really good about what I'm doing. I'm feeling purpose-driven and I'm not feeling behind the eight ball. So I want you to put that in the comments. I want you to put important, not urgent. That's your goal. Important, not urgent. That, when I read that, that uh, book, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, years, decades ago, that always stuck with me. And it's a big thing we teach our clients around how are you going to set up systems in your house so you're not sitting in the non-important but urgent stage? How are you going to set up your 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 week so that you are... Like right now, my health is super important, but not urgent. So I can you schedule my exercise in. I'm not operating out of this sense of like complete and total fear and I have to get things done right now. If We really want to be operating in this place of I am doing important things and I have the space and time to do them right and well and I'm not feeling chaotic and behind the eight ball. Is that resonating with you guys? Okay, give me some feedback as you're watching through this because I, I love to know. I love to know. So Again, this is important stuff. And you might think, okay, this is a nutrition company. It is, a, I mean, really, truly, in order to take a hold of your nutrition, you have to take a hold of your life. Because your thoughts and your beliefs dictate your actions. Okay, you want to, you. let's just use the exercise example. You want to be exercising, but you feel like you don't have enough time. Time and the sense of time is really a mindset. And this is what I'm showing you through here, like how you have the time. It's about structuring it, getting the skill set to structure it, and then believing that you have the time to do it. Because if you say, I really want to exercise, but you're like, I just don't have time, you're never going to find the time. That thought will never allow you to have the result that you want. Because that thought that I just don't have enough time will never lead you to the action of having, doing the thing that takes time, which will then will never leave you to the result of what you want exercise to do for you, okay? So we have to be getting ourselves to a different place when it comes to our thinking. So important and not urgent is the quadrant we wanna be living in as much as possible. And then this is something that I do on a regular basis. In fact, as I was getting ready to think about what I was gonna say to you, I actually was working on it yesterday. So I'm going to show you, those of you that are watching on video, you're going to be able to see this. And if you're not watching on video, it's okay. Uh, You can, I will explain what we, what I mean here. So this is something that we actually work on with our clients. It's called the ideal week. I did not think of this. Uh, This has been well-documented in terms of a, an amazing strategy to be able to truly get yourself, you know, um, thinking through your time intentionally. Michael Hyatt really uh, sort of developed a process around this. This was life-changing for me. When I say ideal week, put down in the comments ideal week as you're watching, because I really, I want to know that you're with me on all of this. When, when I talk about your ideal week, I am not talking about, ideally, I would be living on the beach, you know, (laughs) with a glass of wine in my hand and, you know, hanging out. That's like, That's like the epitome of not urgent and not important, maybe. (laughs) Anyway, you don't want to live like that all day, every day. But this is not about your ideal week in paradise, okay? This is like, ideally, if I could get done all the things that I want to do, where would I fit it all? How would I do it? And so I love this process, especially when I'm feeling chaotic. One of our coaches, Stephanie says, chaos is a mindset. And I love that because it really is. When you think about what gets people all like up in arms, you can be in a place where, this is a really good example. Uh, I was at Starbucks the other day and I was, it was just before six o'clock in the morning, I was traveling and Starbucks opened at six. Well, there was a whole line of people waiting for Starbucks to, to open. It's so funny how people like need their Starbucks. And there were some people that were just so agitated because it was like 6.01 and they hadn't opened the doors yet. And there were other people that were just sort of chilling and they were like, well, whatever. And it was like this one guy was pacing and rocking in circles and and texting and and trying the door and then leaving and then trying the door. And I'm like, dude, he was chaotic. He was stressed. He was angry and frustrated. Then there were other people that were just like, all right, we'll just get there. It'll be fine. We'll like make it work. The same exact situation, two very different responses. And so each of them had their own way of looking at the situation. One caused chaos, one didn't. Chaos is a mindset. So even though things can get really busy, for me, it's like when life gets super busy... I almost like elevate myself. Like I almost like calm down and just need to recalibrate. When my daughter Ellie plays volleyball, I remember last year they made it to state championships and it was super intense. And if you know, volleyball at all, it goes to like five sets and they lost the first two sets. And so, I mean, the chances of winning that third set were hard, right? All the girls were like kind of stressed out and it was very intense. And it was amazing how the more stressy it got The lower Ellie got, like the more calm she got, the the more like focused she was. It was chaotic. It was crazy, right? Some people got elevated and other people stayed calm. So it is a mindset when you're thinking about it. So when you can plan out your ideal week, that is when you can take a step back and get a 30,000 foot view of your week ideally what is it that your week would look like I'm not saying you're going to be able to implement this all the time but this is how you get to see oh I can do all the things or you see I can't do all the things so take a look at this it says Sunday Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday and on the on the top and then on the left we have 6 a.m all the way to midnight Now, you can make your ideal week just on a piece of paper. Make it work for you. This is a very simple graph and a simple chart. All those things that I was talking about when I talked about 168 hours, and I was like, okay, sleep. When are you going to sleep? We got to put in the big rocks first, the big non-negotiables. When do you work? Put that in. Block it out exactly where it all fits in. And when you get the big things, the non-negotiables, you are going to start to see, oh, my gosh, look. I can be working out here, I can be doing this there. I have multiple ideal weeks that every time there is a new season of my life, and it might be when the kids are home for the summer, it might be there's just a whole lot of responsibilities between my businesses and I gotta recalibrate. I always have blank copies of my ideal week on me because this is something that I have to do regularly. It is like, you know, when you're on Google maps and you have like that 30,000 foot view and you can see where you are within the whole realm of the United States or the world. And then you start to zoom in, boom, boom, boom. And you can get all the way to like your house and see your house on the street. We're taking that 30,000 foot view. If everything was going just fine and dandy, where can I fit all this stuff in? So your first brain dump, these are all the things. Do it on a blank piece of paper. Sleeping is seven hours. Work is 40 hours. Whatever it is, all the things that you have to do, grocery shopping, how many hours a week you're going to do that? Working out, how many hours a week you're going to do that? Uh, meal planning, how many hours a week you're going to do that? Kids activities, how, how many hours you're going to do that? Now, and I'm not saying you have to schedule every minute of every day. Uh, in fact, without a doubt, I am the number one person that will tell you, you need margin in your life. You need to make sure you have space available for yourself and things like that. Now, once you brained up all the things and you say like, I want time to read a book. Okay, how much time do you want every day? Because right now I do like, well, maybe you're saying like right now I do nothing. I cannot even read a book. Or I want to be able to watch a show. Put it down. Nothing is wrong. Nothing's off limits. You're going to put it down and you're going to do it, put the amount of time by the week. So if you say, I want to be able to watch like a TV show for like half an hour a day, every day. Okay, that's great. How many hours out? One, two, three, three and a half hours a week. Put that down in your brain dump. Take that off the 168. You want to be able to read for 15 minutes every single day or take your dog for a walk every single day. No problem. Maybe you want to get your nails done once a week or you know, whenever it is you want some self-care once a week. I, I like literally siphon out Wednesdays 11 to one. Every Wednesday, 11 to 1, and I either get my nails done, my lashes done, my hair done, whatever it is, I have that time. And if I'm not getting anything done, that is my time. I don't schedule any appointments then, nothing. Of course, I have my own business. I work from home. So I can do that in the middle of the day, but I put it all down there. And then you go and you actually plot it into here. Where are you going to do? Where are you going to put these things in? I take a pen and I actually block out the times. And where I'm going to be doing these things, putting in my workouts, putting in like, okay, this is when I'm going to give myself an hour to be able to get ready. When am I doing my morning time? All the things that are important to you, you're going to put in there. That is going to be your first step at being the pilot of your own plane. I legitimately, honestly, and from my heart do this I mean, literally, I was just working on this yesterday because I'm in this kind of season of my life where I need to change things up. This was my ideal week. For those of you that you can see, I color code it. I have dinner prep on here and how I'm going to like organize, like even when I check my emails and stuff, because I just want to make sure I'm accounting for things because I don't want to live in this important, urgent quadrant. And so I started working on a new one because I needed to recalibrate. I'm still not done with it yet. I'm still... I'm still marinating on it a bit. And then from there, I will work to live my days according to my ideal week. Does it ever happen exactly the way I plan? Of course not. But I will make sure that I make my appointments around that time. The things I can control, I'm going to put in the time frames of what I've allotted in my ideal week. This allows me to work in the important and not urgent quadrant more often than not. Now it gets more funneled in than that, And we deal, we 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 focus in on our months, our weeks, our days to be able to have the ideal week, focusing on our habits and things like that. But this is just your 1% right now. This is what I want you to start thinking about and then moving on from there. I would love to know how you're doing with this. And I hope you are seeing how amazing it is to be able to look at time this way and become intentional with it. But also like how powerful it is to be able to know that you can control time and be the pilot. So that is why my team and I got together and we said, we need to teach this at a deeper level to more people. Again, we only bring in 15 to 20 clients a month and we know that everybody needs this. Whether maybe you're totally... Uh, you know, good with your nutrition and your exercise and all of the things you feel really confident about that. And, but anytime we are being intentional around our time, we're going to be able to do more with our life. Maybe you just feel like I am just a chaotic hot mess right now. And I need to figure this out. That is what the majority of us are. Majority of people are, and we want to help you with that. So we are putting together a time machine challenge. It is a two week challenge where you are going to see how, even though time flies, it keeps on ticking, you can pilot your own plane. I'm going to dig deep every single day for two weeks. I am going to be your coach. You're going to be housed in a separate Facebook group, a private Facebook group just for this. We are going to send you emails throughout this whole experience and send you planning tools, literally the exact planning tools that we use at Disruptive Nutrition. We have our planner pad. This is an example of how I do my daily planning from my ripoff pad. I have my monthly planner. It's a ripoff pad. It is unlike anything that is out there before. We have our grocery planner so that you can truly take a hold of knowing exactly how you're going to handle dinners all week. We will send you all of our planners plus some extra goodies and gifts. And that literally is going to be your ticket in. You're just going to purchase our planner pad bundle. We're not making it more expensive. We sell our planner pad bundle for $47 all year long. It will last you a whole year and it will change your life. So we're not charging any more for that. But for from uh, March... 27th we're going to close the doors on march 21st to register so we want to have enough time to send you the planner pads from march 27th for two weeks we are going to do a time machine challenge using your planner pads every single day i'm going to teach you more about how you can be the pilot of your own plane that you can get your time back Control time so it doesn't control you so you truly can do all the things that you were meant to do. You're going to learn how to work in the important and not urgent quadrant. I'm going to do a live training um, on the 27th to be able to kick it all off. And then every single day, you're going to get about a five-minute training from me with a little bit more information and little tasks to do that build off each other. So by the end of two weeks, you are totally set in a whole new way to be able to crush the month of April. And then you'll take that and do it again in May, in June, and just continue to build upon what you learn. So if you are ready for this, if you are ready to take a hold of your life so that you can take a hold of your health, so that you can take a hold of parenting, work, all of the things that we know can just become chaotic, you got to sign up for this. Literally for less than I like like, if you took your family to Chipotle, you're going to spend more than what this is for $47. We're going to send you our entire planner pad system. I'm going to send you a few little gifts and you get me as your coach, plus all of my coaches in this group. This is an incredible opportunity for you to never be able to use time as an excuse again. I always say we can always make more money, we cannot make more time. And so I'm going to show you how to get your time back. So if you're ready, put in. Time Machine Challenge right there. I'm going to put the link in. You can grab it, register now. We are closing the doors March 21st. But as soon as you register, we will send out your planner pads to you. You will get into our group and you can already start asking questions. So let's get going. Let's do it. And let's all just get 30 hours in our day, shall we? Bye.